All right. This week we are diving into the trial of the Chicago 7. Mm. Netflix original. Uh, That's a, refreshing. A, a film that uh, um, chronicles the uh, botched trial, I would say botched trial, of uh, eight, actually eight defendants involved in the riots. For, for in 19, a short period of time. Yes, in 1968. Uh, a movie about... 1969, um, technically. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> movie uh, about, in my opinion, standing up for what is right, uh, for equality, for justice, for... Um, making your voices heard mm. um, and also a commentary on in a way who the government is really for is mm-hmm. it for the people or is it against the people and all those things um, and it boasts an incredible cast incredible editing incredible storytelling mm. and all of these great things but is it good Hunter? you know what? <laughs> that's what we ask in this. let's let's find out Whoa, let's, <laughs> let's take a look okay. shall we? <laughs> But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Greetings. Hi. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) It's going to be one of them. (laughs) Welcome to episode... 17. 17, man. Of the But Is It Good podcast. But Is It Good podcast. Featuring Hunter's host... Zach Olson, which is me. And Zach's host, Hunter Callahan, which is me. And the, the host podcast is hosted by Whiskey. Whiskey. Whiskey, Queen Elizabeth, uh Callahan Dash Olson the third. Yep. Yeah. I don't know where she is. She's she, she's under the bed. She I think I think she put in put in PTO this week. Oh, you're so right. She did. She's she's not even in here. Yeah. <laughs> she put in PTO. Yeah, it was approved. I'm the HR guy, and I was like, oh, you know what? Okay. I, I approve. Are you HR and I'm marketing? Is that what we are? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And those are the only two functions of our business. <laughs> HR, marketing. I like it. Cool. All right. Uh, we're going to get through this thing. I am uh, um, extremely tired. <laughs> yeah, but, which is great. But we're going to do this thing. It's great because it means you've been you've had a fulfilling I've had a week. great weekend. Well, week, yeah, but I've had a really, really great weekend. Not you know who of, hasn't? A lot of music. Who hasn't? The Braves. <laughs> they had a decent Friday. Okay, Friday was okay. Yeah, they didn't have a good Saturday. Saturday was bad. Ooh, and uh, I'm just going to like guess that Sunday's game was bad, too. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. We'll but, see. man, the Braves... Are, last, they, are they good this year? Last night, the Braves should have won, and they didn't. That's me, like, when you all watch this tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> I'll, like, insert Think, a clip Yeah. Later. Watch them um, win like twenty seven to We're Atlanta sports fans, so we're just <clears> bound <throat> to be brokenhearted and disappointed. Yeah. You can like make fun of us and be like, haha, your team sucks and we'll be like, We know. We know. <laughs> we're well aware. We're not mad. Twenty eight three baby. <laughs> anyway. All right, cool. Diving right in. I have a couple of things uh for news. I'm really sorry, Zach. I I mean, like a month ago we went on this rant about how comic book news dominates the mm-hmm. the zeitgeist of uh, the film industry these days. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna make a prediction. Yeah, comic book news. Yeah, well, what, what's what's actually frustrating is that I'll purposely search for just industry news. Yeah, and what comes up is still comic book movie stuff. I'm telling you, it's, it's actually it's starting to annoy me. It, <laughs> it dominates like, the. I, I'm glad you're becoming aware of this because I've been aware of it 
for this has been going on hunter yeah for probably like a good five years yeah because the the comic book movie stuff's been going on for way longer than that oh yeah but, but they were just like oh that movie was good this movie was good too now it's like the next six movies Here's your slate for the next 23 years. Scissor elbows. And it's like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about scissor elbows? He's, yeah, he's part of the uh, multiverse. <laughs> I had somebody ask me today. They're like, have you been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier? And I was like, yes, but I'm not caught up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, why? And I was like, because it's too much. Yeah. I was like, I have, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I can't like Friday morning. I can't be like, let's watch it. I was like, I've got to work. I've got things to do. Yeah. And I've got been going nonstop from like, Friday at like 1 p.m. until now. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I haven't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. You only got five hours of sleep. I, yeah, I'm running out of fumes. Um, but uh, there are some things that, I, I mean, what's, and I'm part of this because I find these things interesting. You know what I mean? So like I'm just as guilty. It is interesting. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy yeah. the comic book movies a lot of the time. But it is a little disheartening to me that that is the dominating thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Let's let's Go talk back about to episode whatever number it, it was and listen to our <laughs> rant because we went on a, like a twenty minute rant about this. So let's talk about comic book news, which so, I'm guessing is what the news is. Yeah, there's Hunter two Shindig. There's, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hunter Shindig, that's my Shindig. His Shindig. It's yeah. also called News of the Week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the big one is Alfred Molina. Uh, see, that's the thing. Sorry, back to what I was saying is that I'll find actors who aren't necessarily like n- like he's a great character actor. Yeah, but he's, Alfred Molina's been in a lot of. He's making headlines now because he's Alfred Doc Molina Ock played a, a wonderful role in Promising Young Woman. Yes, but his headline is Spider Man Three. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. He he let so, the he, he spilled the beans. Yeah, I almost said he let the beans spill. He well, I mean, both is it work. the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> We should change that. Well, one of them, he was the perpetrator of the spilling of the right. beans. And the other one, the other he one just allowed it to happen. <laughs> like, like he set them on the edge of the table, and like a cat was like patting them, and he's he, like, he, he didn't, he, he didn't, didn't intervene. And so he let the beans spill. He spilled the beans actively. Guys, this is such wholesome content. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he did an interview with somebody. I don't know, but he finally, he's. I think he's the first one out of. You know, no, I think Jamie Foxx confirmed it too, but he's mm-hmm. one of the first ones to confirm that he is indeed in Spider-Man Three, and he but, was actually cited near where we live because it's filmed in Atlanta. So we right. we know yes, know? but he didn't just confirm. No, he gave like details. He like gave some details. He said that it picks up. So Doc Ock's story, yeah, picks up, and his word, his verbiage was like in the moment at at the moment in the river. Okay, which yeah. in Spider-Man Two. Which is considered the best Sam Raimi Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, in Spider Man Two, that's when Doc Ock dies right. when he drowns the the little mini son right. he's making. Or that could just that could just be that event. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we confirm so the multiverse. something is sustaining him. And he he even says like you know it's really interesting because of the multiverse and like so it's confirmed. Right. Multiverse. So if what it, is it with Spider Man not being able to tell like keeps well Spider Man like. Related characters. Oh yeah, because Tom Holland like spoils everything. <laughs> everything, and now and now Alfred Molina. Well, I'm mean, just saying. Yes, I, I think all he's done so far is confirm. There haven't been any uh, uh, Captain America people spoiling stuff. Is all I'm saying. Well, that's not entirely true. Tell me. Actually, apparently somebody asked uh, <laughs> Wyatt Russell, who was the new Captain America. 
Oh, mm-hmm. you mean uh, what's what's his name? Um, it's not Captain America. No, it's, it's like uh, well, Iron, so uh, I. He's based off a character called U.S. Agent. Okay. Uh, what's his name in the show? Crap. It's I the one with the. He's name. the guy with like the the bloody shield that I've been seeing yeah, all yeah, over yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Which, exactly. Like I hadn't seen that episode yet, and I was like just <laughs> on YouTube, and I saw that thumbnail of him yeah. with the bloody shield, and I was like, thanks. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, someone asked him like, "Have you met Chris Evans?" And he was like, "I guess you got to watch the rest of the season." I was like, well, okay. That's, that's good. I don't want him to be like, yes. Well, well no, but <laughs> Yes, like, he worked but, with me on episodes 9, 10. Like Chris Evans is supposed to be gone. Anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we've confirmed that, you know, he's confirmed that it's 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 he's playing the same Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Which if that that would... In AKA s- Doc Ock. In some way confirm uh, Toby uh, McGuire's Spider-Man. Yeah. To an extent. The best, the best Spider-Man. I think so. I love those movies. Yeah, the soundtrack. I, well, yeah. I mean, that, that's dashboard a, confessional. That was a different kind of comic book movie, though. Vindicated. <laughs> I am selfish. I am wrong. <laughs> anyway, I am right. I swear, I'm right. The other news that I had, which is not even really news, but I saw it because I follow Ray Fisher on Instagram. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter, and I thought this was really interesting because we he, follow him on Twitter. We do follow him on Twitter. Ever since he was cast as Cyborg way back in 2015 or 16, mm-hmm. he's worn shirts that, that say Borg Life. Yeah. That, you know, Cyborg. That's, and he's worn those things for years. And there was a thing recently about um, The Flash where someone asked him, they're like, will you be coming back for The Flash? Because he said that he's exited The Flash, you know, because he wouldn't work with Walter Armada and stuff. Yeah. And it Ray is Fisher, known. Ray Fisher said, yeah, it'd, it'd be a bummer if it doesn't work out. So he change this tune a little bit mm-hmm. to say like you know maybe there's a chance but then recently it was like yesterday he posted on instagram a picture of him you know in his borg life shirt with like i don't know what he was doing but it was like he looked happy at least yeah and it said borg life and his caption was coming soon mm. so i was like hey mm. i also what know this? i can't think of his name he plays the uh <laughs> the deadpool <laughs> the dc deadpool uh, uh. Oh, uh. You mean Deathstroke? Deathstroke. Joe yeah. Magdalena. Mag- yeah. So, so, so hold on a second. He's not the DC Deadpool because he's <laughs> not the Deadpool character. He just has the an almost an identical name and costume. Okay, but Slade Wilson and Wade Wade Wilson. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, so the, their personalities are very different. But yes. So, like I said, the DC Deadpool. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Deathstroke. Um. He has been posting a lot of like, wouldn't it be cool if I could do more Deathstroke stuff? Like on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Well, like hashtag Deathstroke HBO Max was trending and then yeah. hashtag like restore the bat flick right. is just a trending. So I, I I mean, for the first like two weeks of the Snyder Cut release, I was like tr- tracking all this stuff and I was like really interested and now I'm like, I yeah. don't really care anymore. <laughs> I wonder, so a lot of these... Actors have said stuff like, nope, not going to do that anymore. Yeah. But I wonder if like the the renewed optimism around the series and like if the studio was willing to do something, if they would be willing to come back. I, I mean, I, I've been reading all this stuff like uh, uh, <clears throat> like what, Zach? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I think I had like an acid flashback or something. <laughs> Man, that was weird. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Gal Gadot was like going to quit acting, and Jason yep. Momoa was like, didn't think he was going to make it. Like, yeah. was just barely making ends meet. And and now there's all this renewed optimism 
for the Snyderverse. Yeah. And well, so also I, Ben Affleck retired from Batman publicly. Right. And then immediately went back to he was like for the reshoots when, when Zach was like, "Would you come back?" He was like, "Yes, totally." Yeah. So yeah. So it seems like as long as the it's weird how like if the manager sucks, people don't want to do the job. But like if you have a good manager, wouldn't you know? <laughs> don't you know? There's something about like toxic workplaces or something. Yeah, I don't you know. went through that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, and I make sure that this is not a toxic workplace as our HR representative. Yes, you do. <laughs> I keep whiskey in line. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, that's about all I got. Yeah. Um, it's time for uh, whiskey shots. Whiskey shots. Whiskey shots. Whiskey shots. You said you've got a couple. I do have one. So she's we're taking multiple shots today. She's gotten sick. Recently. Oh no! no it's, it's 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 her own fault. She keeps eating fake grass. Fake. Well, so you know how some, how some some houses have little things, little you know trinkets around the house that are like greenery and have like little fake plants. She's trying to eat them. Yeah, like this one right here. Mm-hmm. And she keeps trying to eat it, and it's fake grass, and it's making her sick. And it's like whiskey, stop! It's not real. <laughs> it's not real grass. What if you all replaced it with real plants, and then just this let not my house let no. whiskey eat them. <laughs> That's my whiskey shot. Oh, also, I was up until 1 a.m. rehearsing uh, music last night, uh, and whiskey was outside with me on the patio, and she was mm-hmm. very, very sweet. That's good. So That's those are, beautiful. Those are my whiskey shots. Do you have any whiskey shots? No, but I do have a, an Atlanta sports update, if this is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves had four home runs in the first inning. Are you serious? <laughs> it is six to one. Okay. Hey, <clears throat> wait, hold on. Who hit him? Uh, Real fast, sorry. Freddie Freeman. Nice. uh, Travis Darno. Nice. Adrianza. Okay. And Heredia. All right. Hey, whiskey's trying to get in. She's done with her PTO. I'm right now. We're we're doing whiskey shots right now. Come on in. Come on in, whisk. There she is. There she is. You got whiskey shots, Zach? Hey, I thought you took PTO. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) She says. All right, we can move on to whiskey shots. Whiskey shots yeah. does whatever a whiskey cat does. Yeah. See, even the comic book stuff. <laughs> it's seeping into our theme <laughs> Whiskey, hey, baby. All right. Uh, Time Zach, for a movie in a minute. Do you have any uh, Zach Shindig slash Hunter Sucks? Um, well, you did try to tell me that... Uh, yeah, didn't this just happen? Yeah, this <laughs> happened like uh, like 20 minutes ago, 30 okay. minutes ago, something like that. What? Uh, you tried to tell me that Godzilla vs. King Kong is off of <laughs> HBO Max. I was wrong. Was uh, I? You're wrong. <laughs> It is not. That was action dig. Zach's action dig. Honey sucks sometimes because he's wrong. <laughs> sometimes. All right, cool. Moving in a minute. Da, da, da. My turn, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Man, we went all the way through the order. Heck yeah. All right, so I watched. <laughs> I watched. Put, put, put the game down. It's gone. Let's finish this so we can watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched the first half hour of this two days ago. So yeah. If I forget that part, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I need to have my phone though because I need a timer for right. you. We are we are we are on top of it today, or maybe it's just me that's really on top of it Dude, today. I'm barely awake. I'm drinking coffee at seven p.m. Yeah, that's so a, I can stay awake for let's this. See how that works. All right, are you ready? <laughs> no. Uh, trial the Chicago Seven whiskey. Sh- <laughs> 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 trial the Chicago Seven movie in a minute. Just start over completely from the top. Hello, welcome to episode Hi. seventeen. <laughs> That's how we opened, right? Uh, yeah, it is. <clears throat> okay, so try the Chicago 7 movie in a minute in three, two, one.
All right. So it's uh, 1968. Uh, Nixon is running against, they're going to nominate, I forget his name, but somebody who loses the, the election. And we meet the students for the Democratic Society, the SDS, which is Eddie Redmayne and Alex Sharp, Tom Hayden and Rennie De- De- Davis. Uh, we, we meet the Yippies, who is Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin. We meet uh, the Mobe, the Black Panther Party, and then random dudes. And we see them go through, they go to Chicago and they uh, protest. And we find out that there's a riot, but it's caused by the police or is it caused by the, the eight people on trial. So the movie's about this whole trial with this judge who's a straight dick. And mm. it's just this botched trial. We, we learn more about what happened? We meet Michael Keaton later, and about how it's all a political trial, but that doesn't exist. And then finally, uh, we find out that they're all uh, found guilty except for two of them, and yep. sentenced to five years. But they make statement by reading the name of, of every person who's died in Vietnam since the trial started. End. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I forgot that Michael Keaton starred as himself in this movie. Starred as himself? Yeah, you said we meet Michael Keaton. Oh yeah. <laughs> this, I'm this was just tough kidding. because the you know like I. I would say usually, okay, this trial happens in the movie, but the whole movie is a trial. Right. So it's kind of tough. Anyway, um, so we are doing, in case you couldn't tell, we are doing- Can you hear Whiskey? <clears throat> Whiskey, do you want to say something? She is going, she is, she took her nap and now, <laughs> she, she, now she's up. Now she is awake. We are doing uh, The Trial of the Chicago 7, mm-hmm. which uh, debuted on Netflix on September 25th yes, of last year. That is correct. Um who the, directed this? The director is Aaron Sorkin. Okay. Sorkin, flying. There's not a star in heaven that he can't reach when he's trying. <laughs> Perfect. Who wrote it? Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin, <laughs> flying. Okay, There's not we're a star. done. <clears throat> Who did the music? Oh, uh, man. Uh, Daniel Pemberton. Um the uh, the DP was Fendon, Papa Michael. Mm-hmm. Is it is it Fendon or just Fedden? Fedden, I don't know. Uh, Runtime is uh, one hundred and thirty minutes. I will not make the mistake of saying the hour and minutes time like I did last time. Well, last me. time you said like two hours, but it was two hours and five minutes or okay, something like whatever. that. Okay, whatever. Two is hours not and ten minutes. Precisely. Two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> Budget was thirty five million dollars. Uh, the box office is extremely misleading because it's only a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. But it's a Netflix but it's a, original. Yeah, it's a Netflix so, movie. How do you quantify that? I don't know how you would, you know, do that. But first and foremost, before we get into this movie, um, I would like to say that this is a crazy good cast. Yeah. It is stacked, dude. This is, yes. Um, we have Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. It's Tom Hayden. He's the guy from uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts. He's, he's also in... Um, the Danish girl, I think Danish okay. woman, or I, I don't know, uh, <laughs> which is incredible. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He also plays. He's he's in the Theory of Everything where he plays Stephen Hawking. He's incredible. Yes. Dude. he's yeah, also yeah, yeah. forty years old and he plays a no. college kid. No, he's thirty nine. Thirty nine years old. He plays a college. So student. you did lie. Let's oh, go on to next week. Let's go on next <laughs> next week's action dig. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's thirty nine mm-hmm. years old and he plays a college student. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's great he looks actor. like a college student. Yeah, I know. We have Alex Sharp, who is Rennie Davis. Uh, what has Alex Sharp been in? I'm sorry. Look it up. Sasha Baron Cohen. I, I is will. Abby Hoffman. Yeah. Obviously, he's Borat, and among other things. Uh, Jeremy Strong is Jerry Rubin. John Carroll Lynch is David Dillinger. Mm-hmm. And Yaya Abdul Mateen II is Bobby Seale, who uh, is also Black Manta. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was also Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen series, which was amazing. Haven't um, seen that. That's very he, good. That's HBO, right? Yep, it's very good. I've seen the movie. Yeah. I remember one detail of that movie. It's it, penis, it was, it was it? about Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, well, that's in the show too. Mm-hmm. Um, is it really? They kept the blue penis. Yeah, I mean it's HBO. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> okay. Um, he just walks around naked. Anyway, uh, does he go to Mars like he does in the movie? Where he's like, I can't be with humans. Yeah, well, and he like creates his own kingdom. I don't remember. I, I, you remember that? I in don't the think movie? he goes to Mars in the show, but you see him on Mars. Okay. Uh, but he's like, I can't be with people. And then who plays uh, Julius Hoffman, the judge? I I know his face. He's a great actor. Uh, we have Jogo Lev <clears throat> is uh, Schultz, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, Michael Keaton shows up. It's just a great cast. Frank Langella. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, he's been in quite a few things and stuff. Um, he was in. No, that's a show. That's a that's theater. Oh, what? What? He was Who is in this? the play, The Father. Who? He, uh, the guy that played uh, Julius Hoffman. Oh, tight. Frank Langella. Apparently, there's a another movie coming from that from Florian Zeller called The Sun. But I, I couldn't tell if it was real or news or not. Mm. Anyway. Um, we got Jogo Lev playing a prosecutor. Yeah, who has a heart, I think. I, I mean, like, Abby yeah, even says, you're a good dude. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not all the way as I would have he's, hoped. He's, but. like, he's doing his job, though. He's not... <laughs> oh, yeah. The only time he, like, kind of rebels a little bit is when he's like, hey, we, you can't have this dude in shackles. Yeah, but also, I mean, he stands at the end. But I almost, Yeah, that's true. But I also think he um, he was just saying that because of, like, public opinion, and that's important in, like, a trial, right? Yeah. So anyway. Anyways, let's talk about the movie. Anyway, yeah, so... Uh, that's my Pee Wee Herman I, voice. I love the um, the intro. Um, I think I made a note where I said, this is really interesting dynamic where you show the images of the war and the draft and mm-hmm. just stuff that's not very good and the music behind it is like super upbeat and it's like yeah the, the, this movie uh for me it was really it was really really well done in the sense it balanced like um really heavy and powerful topics with really energetic filmmaking that makes sense mm-hmm. and there's a lot of subtle comedy which i mean it got it killed me dude i was cracking up at some parts because it's so well done yeah um, like the uh, the the stage setting sequence where it goes through the four groups, like the four important groups. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're just meeting them. Like yeah, it's we great. start with the SDS, yep. and that dialogue directly ties into. Uh, oh, dude, the cuts are so good. Yeah, the cuts are extremely. The good. cuts are so good. But the best cut was between uh, Mobe, uh, that guy, John Carroll Lynch. Yep. When he was talking to his son, uh, Dillinger, he's I think? like, yeah, he was talking about like nonviolence and all this stuff. He's like, we do what I've taught you to do. And his son's like, uh, very politely and very kindly. And then it goes to Bobby Seal. Yeah. And he's like, F the mother effers up. <laughs> yeah. Nah, dude, it was great. Like, just those great cuts where it's like, okay, next we're going to, and then it cuts to the next one. And they're like, we're mm-hmm. going to do this. But we have the SDS, which I think I, I went there earlier. Yeah, Students the, for a Democratic Society. Yep, SDS. Uh, the Yippies. Yeah, leaders of the Youth International Party. Hippies. And, yep. They hippies. are. Yeah. Uh, the MOBE. Mobilization to end the war in Vietnam. He had a cool little line where he's like, "I'm gonna do what I always do, and like always, it's probably not gonna work." <laughs> yep. Protest. And then we have the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. and they all this it shows all of them preparing to go to Chicago. Yes. Um. 
But what I'm saying, I this this is a theme that goes throughout the editing in this movie is I'm not sure who the editor was, but hats off, it was great. Yes. Well, you you about to say something? What were you gonna say? Edited by Alan Baumgarten. Bravo. Bravo, Alan. Good sir. I was going to say that while the trial takes place in 1969, mm-hmm. the 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 event, the DNC thing, yep. happened in 1968. Yep. So. In Chicago, right? Yep. You know what else we watched recently that happened in Chicago in 1968? The murder of Frank Hampton. Well, that didn't happen until 1969 oh, yeah, right. because, you know, because it was during the trial. But that movie, so uh, yes. we ha- I think we have our first head-to-head matchup. Judas and the, and the Black Messiah, which we actually Judas see. and the Black Messiah versus the trial of Chicago 7. Oh, that's going to be tough because they're so different. This is a head-to-head matchup. They're in the same year in the same city, okay? Frank uh, Fred Hampton is in this movie. Yes, and we actually we are we we don't see but we the his his murder is mentioned in this film. Well, we do see like I don't know if those were historical photos. Those are actual photos. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we I mean we see after I, we watched Black Messiah, I was like reading about it. And yeah. You can see, um, they do a really cool job of like interspersing real footage, right, of the riots and stuff. Yeah. With this, it's or like really really cool a Vietnam War footage and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, real footage of the 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 riots. Yep. You know, uh, LBJ doing the draft. Bobby Seale, when he was giving his little intro thing at the, I guess that was the national office for the yeah. Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. He was saying, she was like, whatever woman he was talking to, he was like, why are you going to Chicago? And he was like, Fred wants me to speak. Mm-hmm. Fred wants me to give the speech. So Fred Hampton mentioned right off the yeah. bat. And he's, and his and he, influence to get yeah. the national chair to come, you yeah. know. And he showed, well, I was, I was actually reading about it and he was in line to become uh, a national something mm-hmm. in the in the Black Panther Party. Before he was killed. Anyway, uh, then we meet Jogo Lev, uh, and we immediately see the uh, the like foundations for this trial. Yeah. We meet uh, what's his name? It's not Ramsey Clark. It's the guy who took over. Um. Crap. Uh, anyway, it's the da, 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 it's da, da, the da. new U.S. Uh, Attorney General, right? Uh, John N. Mitchell. Yep. But it's it's John Doman. Plays John N. Mitchell. Okay, uh, but he you're talking about the attor- uh, the yes, attorney general, yeah. right? Yeah, who goes on and on and on and on about how Ramsey Clark didn't resign until like a half hour before he was approved, and how like he's so he's it, just like offended like four times. He's offended, so he's gonna do this thing, right? He's gonna yep. prosecute these people, um, and it's it's so hypocritical because he's talking about like I I want to bring respect back to this office, and it's like what the, what are you doing? Yeah, this isn't, like he's openly saying like this like I don't care like I. Your job is to win this case for me. Right. So what you're going to do is win this case, and off the bat, Jogo Lev is like, I don't know if this is like considered a crime. I don't know if this is like mm-hmm. prosecutable. That's not even a word. I don't know if this is yada yada yada. And, and he's like, make it this. Yeah. And they said like use the 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 Rat Brown Law. Right. Whatever and, it's called. And Jogo Lev is like, do you want to use that law? Yeah. That law was he, made. He was like. This is a law that was passed to limit the free speech of African Americans. Yeah, he's like, "Are you sure that you want to push this law?" And dude's like, "I know what the law was. Who, who taught him? Who taught you law, Jogo yeah. Lev? Ha yeah. ha ha!" And he's just like, "Do you want some whiskey?" Yeah, he. But I, I, he even says like, "No one's ever like used this law. Like, are you sure?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "I want you to win this case." So it's all yeah. the bad. It's like this is super crooked. Um, but then we jump straight to the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the the like day one when yeah. they it has the yippies 
which <sighs> Sasha Baron Cohen and um, they steal the show, man. Yeah, Jeremy Strong as Jerry Rubin. Jerry yeah. Rubin, just the way he talks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, like he was, what's, Jerry, I think was my favorite. What's oh yeah, character. what's what's funny is that um, we get this really interesting dynamic mm-hmm. because, like, the first sign we like, well, no, but we see this this protest going on with like at the trial, you know, like right. at, at the courthouse. Um, and I saw the sign. You know, people were some people who, who were saying like, "Get out!" Like, we hate you. And then he was saying like, "Well, we, you know, we stand with you." Mm-hmm. The world is watching. And I saw a thing that said, "America, love it or leave it." And I was like, <gasps> mm. triggered. Yeah, I hate that that line of thinking more than anything. Mm-hmm. It makes me so angry. Triggered. So angry because some people who would be, you know, like the first to say, "Let's take immigration." I'm not going to get political. First ones to say, I don't like this, you know, are the first ones to say, if you don't like how this country's run, then leave. And it's like, yeah. they're trying to do that to come to a better country, which is, which is here. But you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway. it's almost like it's like hypocritical and stuff, oh, man. Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so like those, I'm, Not I'm already political. siding with the seven. I guess you know what I mean. Like right now, it's the eight. Yes, that's true. As of now, it's the eight, which uh, Seal even points out later. He's like, "I'm not, I'm not part of this." Mm-hmm. Not much <laughs> um, later. It's like it's very soon. Yeah. After. Uh, but off the bat, we we get just the, the the dialogue is so it's so it's so good because it's like it has that balance of uh, like humor mm-hmm. where someone throws an egg at him at. Ruben and catches and it. he catches it and then he's like holding it and I think Abby says you don't know what to do with the egg now do you he's he was like, like no, no I no, don't know I don't what to know do with the, the egg. egg and then later he had, I think he like looks at somebody and he just goes I have an egg <laughs> <laughs> it definitely they definitely sprinkle some yeah. very good comedic but I I think like we moments. meet Fred Hampton mm-hmm. um uh which by the way yes I just want to say uh I know this isn't. Judas and the Black Messiah. So mm-hmm. these aren't the main characters, but Fred Hampton was completely different. He like wasn't particularly like charismatic. Yeah, he was downplayed a little bit. I think. I think he was yes. Which maybe he was for the purpose of the film, but I maybe. was expecting a bit more of a of the charismatic speaker. Like when I heard Fred's name, I was like, oh, Fred Hampton's in this movie. Yeah, and it, it was just like a guy sitting behind him. Yeah, you know what I mean. What was interesting though is that um, I. I I love Bobby Seale's dialogue and how yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how like blunt it is where he's like uh where he tells them to like spread out and stuff and I think mm-hmm. the I think uh what's the what's the lawyer's name that I like so much Kunstler Kunstler who who Kunstler Kunstler oh yeah. yeah William Kunstler um he's saying like you know like for Sorry. It, it might it might be better you know spread them out whatever mm-hmm. and he's like and please take off your very scary hats. Mm-hmm. Like he's he doesn't you know he's like no bullshit. He he's like I I you know I get it. You're gonna be like oh gosh it's the Black Panther. Look at their hats. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But they also, kept on like, their sunglasses. There's this stuff where like Ginger Baker from Cream gets a shout out. You know like mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked it. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, I know that 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 we can't go through every day, but we day one, the trial starts. And the second note I have is this judge is a douche. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, let me ask you a question. 
Do you like the judge? No. <laughs> no, the judge... <clears throat> it's almost like... I don't know. Maybe he wasn't, but he seemed biased or something. I mean, he. I think so. Like it, would, it, 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 it seemed like he had his mind made up before they even sat down. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. There, yes, I wasn't there. I no, yeah, <laughs> but but I just love the banter between like Ruben and Abby with the mm-hmm. judge, and like I just I, I watched this this part two days ago, so I can't remember all of it, but. Um, I just have notes that say like, uh, Ruben is a hoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ruben um, is a hoot. He is a hoot. But here is where I have a little note that that says Bobby Seale makes a, a a note about. He's like these papers say the trial of the of the of the Chicago Seven. He said, but I but there's eight people here. Yeah. And he was like, I wasn't even I wasn't even involved with these people. I don't even know them. Right. Um. So. That like that early, we get this dissonance of like there's, which which also is more of a commentary I think on the fact that he's the only black guy, mm-hmm. and he's actually not even counted, mind you, he he wasn't really a part of it, you know. He, I mean, I don't even think he met up with them. No, he like he, he gave he, a speech somewhere he else. He didn't know them. He was in the city of Chicago for four, four hours. hours. Four hours. Mm. But it's just interesting that seems a little sus that that they're they're even calling it the trial of the seven. Right. But well, because but, but if, they're but they're still putting him with them. But well, it, but if you think about it, it's called the Trial of the Chicago Seven because that's what it was known as. Like that's still like what it's known as. Yes. Like they are the Chicago Seven. Yes. And he was only he wasn't there like a, a an extremely long time. Like the trial went over a hundred days, and I feel like it was like day thirty or something. Um, Let me see. I don't no, know. No, it was day eighty nine. Oh well, it's about halfway. I I have a note. <laughs> But I think the sentencing day was day one fifty one. Okay, so about um, halfway, little yeah. little more than half. But um, that's crazy. They didn't. They 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 wouldn't let him wait for his legal representation, but they wouldn't let him represent himself. Yeah. Like I thought you were. I don't know stuff. You. <laughs> but I thought you were allowed to represent you yourself. Are allowed to. And there's this this like reoccurring, like it's like a cycle where the judge is just like to uh, counselor. He, he's like you. You're sitting like you're right there, just represent him. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's not. I'm not his lawyer. Right. He's like, you you have a lawyer. Just he's right there. And he's like, no, I'm not his. Yep. Most of my notes, if they're all in caps, if you can see them, are just like this judge. This judge is a dick. I hate him. He sucks. What the yep. hell? <laughs> um. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, we start getting some backstory. Like we get, we start off with the, uh, um. The scene where he's talking about the guy who does the permits, you know? Yeah, the guy who denied permits to everyone, even yep. though they told him that, like, if like these people are going to show up whether you want them to or not. Yeah. And, like, if you give them a permit and give them a space, it will probably stay nonviolent. And if you don't, it might become violent and stuff. Yeah. That guy. That guy. But also, I want to point out the editing, and that was also great. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, it's I don't know. It's gonna be tough to go through every like all of these because um, so much. There's it's so dialogue driven that it's hard to get everything in there. But uh, I don't know. Like I just I I just love just how it's constructed, how the film is constructed. You know. Yeah. So we we I love how I mean we already talked about it, it opens up yeah. with them going there right. Yeah. We don't see the event off the get-go. We yep. see the, the, the aftermath, them going to trial. And then throughout the trial, 
we get these little little sprinkles, little yeah. sprinkles of flashback ice cream sprinkles yep. on the Sunday. Uh-huh. Man, I had that. I was about to say, didn't you have a Brewster's Sunday today? <laughs> the brownie, the brownie it's Sunday. Too big for one person. It is large. <laughs> I love it, but I, I haven't gotten it in years. I had about half, and it's then so big. My um, six-year-old nephew ate the other half. Oh, dude, terrible idea! What are you doing? <laughs> I, it wasn't my idea. Uh, I ate half, and it's I too much for I was child. like, I am done with this, and he was like, I want it. That's not what he sounds like, but you know. And then. Um, uh, your ice cream sounds so good right now. The parents were, were like, yeah. Um, anyway, yes. <sighs> it was too much. Uh, um, so flashback sprinkles. Yeah, so we started seeing this little stuff. But also we we get like little little looks into their life. Yeah, yeah. Look at, how, look at Whiskey's. Look how she's sleeping. <laughs> her, I don't think she's sleeping. Both her, her eyes were... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, she's, she's staring she's at me. She's supervising. <laughs> She's making sure that we don't ruin her reputation as the podcast queen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think she's in love with me. <laughs> like she, the, the way she is looking at me now is just like pure comfort. Like, look oh, at man. look at him. Anyway, I know that that was a tangent caused by myself, but let's get back on track. Yeah, um, well, my uh, ice cream tangent was me. Whiskey p- tangent was you. But I like don't one, miss m- don't mix whiskey and ice cream. <laughs> Curdle in your stomach and you'll, <laughs> you'll get sick. Don't do it. I forgot what we were talking about. What movie is I this? I think we were talking about <laughs> The Trial of the Chicago That's Seven. right. I have a note where it says, like, we started getting little nuggets of, like, how dedicated these people are. You know, like, Abby Hoffman is this goofy guy, mm-hmm. and he's literally, like, he's a comedian. But there's a, a press conference where they're, like, or someone asked, like, oh, so would you have taken the hundred grand if he gave it to you? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I would have, but would I have called it off? No. no. <laughs> and someone asks him, like, what's the cost for this? And he was like, my life. Like, I'm yeah. willing to give my life for this. So, um, but I keep these, these quotes, man. I'm sorry. There's, there's those two people who have, have been saying, like, what are we even doing here? Which we find out later. I love them, too. Yeah, I love them. But, like, we find out later, you know, I think Hoffman's like, they're the like innocent friends that they won't feel so bad if mm-hmm. they if they say a few of them are innocent, and we find out later that they are found innocent. They are the two. Yep. Uh, but someone says like, like they're uh, they just get done saying, okay, we've got juries six and eleven. Right. Go to day twenty three, and the lawyers are conferring up the front or whatever. And one of them, the long haired guy, looks at him and he goes, "Do you have any idea what's going on?" And the other one goes, it's been years. It's been years since I've had any idea what's going on. <laughs> like those little lines, dude, they give me, I love it. Mm-hmm. But I knew, I was like, something's going to happen with jury 6 and 11. Yep. And sure enough, somebody, probably the prosecution, forged or created like letters out from the Black Panther Party. Well, to I mean, threatened the families of 6 and 11. It, I mean, I, not to be a conspiracy theorist here, but Judas and the Black Messiah showed us that uh, the FBI. Like historically, like, dude, created letters and so stuff. I right. Listen to this, all right. I did a little bit of research because I love these kind of films, and I'm sure that I'll read about this after this one. Yeah. The FBI had something called COINTELPRO. Okay. Which was like counter- sounds like some sort of software. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was counter counterintelligence program that was found out to be essentially illegal. They would use illegal methods. Mm-hmm. This is under Hoover, uh, of getting stuff. They sent. MLK, a letter to try and convince him to commit suicide. Man. It is 
you can find it. You can read it. What what could it you is messed up, dude? What could you write to make someone like it's that? It's awful, dude. They're saying like mm. you're just a fraud. You're a filthy, you know, disgusting subhuman fraud. And there's only one option now. Only one thing that you can do now, and you know what that is. And it's just awful. And it's also found that that they were a, a pivotal player in the murder of Fred Hampton. Yeah. Um, also. This is not about this film, but in Black Messiah, where the cop says, "Hey, he's gonna make it," and then they shoot him twice. He says he's good and dead now. Yeah. That's dialogue that was that was like uh, somebody who was there, who was captured, who and who lived. Yeah. Uh, like maybe his 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 uh, they weren't married, but um, what was her name in the in Deb, Deb. In the movie? Like that, they're quoted as saying. The, so it's like, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. So yes. It's not. It's not beyond a shadow of a doubt that the FBI or somebody mm-hmm. in the government did this. Mm-hmm. It is literally jury tampering. Um. Anyway, but also, Jury Six. Mm. She's shown this note, mm-hmm. and she doesn't. She's never seen it. And he's saying like, "Now your family's been threatened, and you've been threatened. Do you really think you can be impartial?" Mm-hmm. And she's quiet. And he goes, "Let me tell you again." Just so you're aware, you have been threatened, mm-hmm. and so like by somebody who is in this courtroom. Yeah. Do you? Are you sure? And uh, it's like classic, like coaxing of a confession. You know what I mean? So, um, <coughs> Judge Hoffman sucks. Sucks in this movie, and it sounds like he sucked in real life. Like he was like super incompetent apparently, and like didn't do a good job, he was and like deemed unqualified. Yeah, or unqualified by a bunch of people that like reviewed the case. Mm-hmm. I. I wonder if he was actually like an active participant in this shit, like the I movie mean, probably, portrays yeah. him. I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah probably. I saying, don't know. Saying like, "Hey, can we get these jurors off?" Right. Like that? Yeah. Um, <sighs> Jogo lives on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, I don't even know like uh, what that even was referring to, but at this point, I was really starting to really like uh, Kunstler. That's because Kunstler's is the best. I was you really wrote it after you wrote Ruben and uh, Hoffman are the best. You wrote Kunstler's the best. <laughs> so all three of them are the best, apparently. Um, but I made I made one little note. Can you see my my highlights? Uh, I see an arrow. Oh, uh, there's your highlight. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> but I love like they're so dedicated to their cause that even in the midst of fighting or all this chaos, when Taps plays on the TV and they see the mm. list of names, they all they literally all stop. Yep. And they and, and it's just it's respectful. Um, Meanwhile, throughout the movie, they're writing down the names of everybody who has yep. died. Yep. In the Vietnam War. Um, I think what I what happened here when I said Ruben Hoffman are the best is, is is when they showed up in robes. Oh yeah. And then like they yeah, yeah, yeah. in like police uniforms. Um. This is that was such a like Sasha Baron Cohen role too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was great, like, dude. It was great. Uh, but again, like so we. We finally start to see stuff that happens at the park that leads up to this riot. Um, we see the the draft burning and the bra burnings. Um, mm-hmm. But I, this is about when uh, Hayden got arrested for tampering with a vehicle or whatever. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I made a note. Just again, like they're so they're, they're such smart asses, but but also they're smart. Like it's it's true. Where the cops like don't move, stand up, and he's like. Uh, That's a contradiction. Yeah, that, those are two conflicting instructions. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want me to do? Um, 
I don't know. But also, like, that's the part where uh, the cop is like, tell him to stand down. And he's like, stand down. And then in court, he's like, he was egging him on. You right. Know? I don't know. I feel like I've been talking a lot. What do you talk? Think? Speak. <laughs> speak with your talk words. Um, Otherwise, I'm going to start talking about, like, chicken nuggets or something. <laughs> Let's keep it on track. Uh, but then we see that um, a lot of their trusted friends mm-hmm. were undercover cops, which I'm sure right. was, was like, Ruben, that would be crushing, dude. Jerry, Jerry, Ruben got his heart broken, dude. Where he was like, "Wait, where's that line?" It's later down here, but when they see Jogo Lev in uh in the park, yeah, and Hoffman's like, "Uh, you're a good guy," but <laughs> Ruben's like, "No, you're not. You had to send her to ensorcel me." Yeah, and Hoffman's like, "What is it?" He goes, "Oh, it, it means, means like, like enchant, enchant me." <laughs> Just like mid sentence, he's like, "Oh, it just means I can chant." He's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And yeah. He's about to yell at him. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, but we start seeing them uh, when they start marching down to get Hayden. They right. Start marching down to the uh, uh, station, and this is when we finally start seeing real footage of the march, real footage of the protests. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that bat. That is <laughs> that bat is that hanging from. Did you hear it going? We have a, a pet bat. Also, he's this. He's the second co-host with whiskey. <laughs> he's back. He said hello. Um, but we start seeing this um, this march, and do this. I almost cussed. <laughs> Take a breath. Those freaking frat guys. <gasps> yeah. But there's there's a line where like you know they're saying like you know. Go go back to the kitchen. Make mm. me a sandwich. You know all this stuff, and uh, Ruben's like, "I'm gonna go take care of these guys." And Hoffman's like, "They're not the enemy," and he says, "But in so many ways, they are." And I was like, "Yeah, oh yes, yes." Ruben gets it. Yes, Ruben. That's why we should dismantle all frats. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's been some. That's an argument for that. Um, Anyway, but yeah, like I just, just I don't know. We just lost our frat boy audience. I'm so, no, it'd be like, look, it'd be I'm like <laughs> one and a half people. One and a half people. Look, I'm sorry if you're in a frat and you are respectful to women and to your brothers and to people, then I applaud you. If you think that women belong in the kitchen, you are uh, a butthole. Dramatically mistaken. Is that a curse word? Butthole. You're also, you're also kind of a dick. <laughs> if we say butthole, do we have to put explicit on this episode? We could just tag the butthole surfers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the band. Anyway. Um, They're good. At this point, I keep making... Is, is that the game? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who's winning? No, I. what are you talking about? Um, the, We're doing a podcast. At this point in the film, I've really fell in, fell in, fell in love, mm-hmm. <laughs> fallen in love with the editing style of this movie. Really interspersed with the real footage and just how it's being done between going between the, the March and the trial. Yes. Um, but also just like still again, in these really heavy moments, the, the humorous dialogue just gets me and it's usually Sasha Baron Cohen or it's, um, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy strong mm-hmm. where, you know, they, they turn this corner and they see this army of police officers with guns. They're about to conquer Spain. And he goes like, are they about to conquer Spain? <laughs> You're funny. And then when he's like, all right, look, me and me and Ruben will, will go, no, me and D- Dave Dellinger, is that his name? Me mm-hmm. and Dellinger will, will, will go bail out Hayden. You guys 
take the bet to the park. And he goes, I don't, I don't carry money. Do you? And he goes, yes. <laughs> I am I'm, an adult. I'm a grown man. <laughs> like, Dillinger, uh, Dellinger's character is interesting. He is interesting. Because he's like a Boy Scout troop leader. And he, gen- like, literally. And I wasn't being unlittle. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but then we have some conflict where he, he breaks his own rule, you know, because he punches the dude in the face. Yeah. And he, he just has, like, oh, my God, I hit him. He's like, he's like Batman. Yeah. And then he broke his rule. And yeah. And, and it's, you know, and, and, and we see Isn't that this, the plot of the killing joke? And we see, no. Well, yes, but it's, it's. He doesn't break his rule, but well, we don't know. The ending is ambiguous. <gasps> but the plot is Joker trying to make him break that rule. Right. Anyway, um So that's what this is. This is the killing joke. Yeah, this is the killing joke. Uh which also the great, And the Joker is the judge. Great <laughs> oh my god. Great book though, if anybody wants to read a good Batman book. The mm-hmm. killing joke is amazing. Anyway, um but <clears throat> yeah, so he but <laughs> he takes him back. Um but then we keep seeing more stuff where, like, they come back to the park and there's cops just, I mean, like an army, you know, ready to just mm-hmm. attack. Um, but there's still that great, <laughs> this line where, like, you're pigs and your children are pigs. And he goes, let's hey, keep the children out of it. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it cracks me up for some reason. It's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. All this stuff is great. Then it gets really brutal because we see them start fighting. And, you know. Well, we like, see the initial conflict, which is like them uh, when they go and then they come back and the hill has been taken. Yeah. By like what? Three. They call them like squadrons. Like, what yeah. is this Star Wars? Yeah. Like, but we we start seeing, you know, like. And someone says, take the hill. The and damage that's oh, done to the man. people, you know, because I think one of them even says, like, the riot sticks are essentially a baseball bats. Mm-hmm. You know, it's made of the same wood. Same wood. Um, same wood. Anyway, we talked about the the scene where they see Joker live in the park, um, where he's ensorcelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get to uh, the murder of Fred Hampton. Yes, and it's interspersed with real um, crime scene photos, right, of the murder of Fred Hampton. And I think pictures of him too, actually. Like really quickly, there's a pictures of, of him in there. Mm. Uh which was really interesting because and mind you, we didn't plan this in any way, but we just we just did Black Messiah mm-hmm. whiskey. Um Judas so, and so the that was yes. So that was really fresh. Yeah. Um and we hear, you know, like uh Bobby Seal's reaction. And not his reaction, but it's like what is? Because it's like the next day, yeah. and he's talking to uh, Kirsten. Who? Counselor. Counselor. Counselor, <clears throat> and Tom Hayden. Yes. Yeah, that's what I meant to say the whole time. Um, <laughs> uh, are you talking about his 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 quote about like fathers and stuff? Yeah, that's a great line where he's saying like. Uh, he talks about the the seven. And he says, "You all had the same fathers, right?" Where mm-hmm. it's like, um, essentially, you better love America, be straight, and well, he's talking about like the founding fathers, yeah. essentially, right? I didn't get that, but that's a good point. I mean, think. I mean, I was thinking more of that generation, okay, of like parents in the fifties. So, I, I mean, mean that that's, that's too. I'm generalizing. It could, have a, it could be a, a, a double meaning. Yeah, I'm very much generalizing, but in the sense of like. You grow up to you must love America, respect America, be strong, mm-hmm. and be, respect me. Yeah, respect me, and you better not be gay. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, all does he those, say that? 
I don't think he says he that. He says that in a different way that I don't want to, you know, say on air. Okay. Um. But, uh, can you help? Uh, no, no, okay. She, she's fine. She was stuck. Uh, if she was in the wild, she'd be able to unstick her own claw. That's true. So she um, needs to learn. But he says something you can't like, "Coddle her, he Hunter." Was, he was saying like, "She's the host." She is the host. But he's telling Tom. He was like, "The way that you live your lives is essentially a, a giant f you to your fathers, right?" Mm-hmm. And Tom's like, actually, yeah, I guess maybe a little bit. And he was saying, it's a lot different than a ro- seeing a robe hanging from a tree. Yeah. Um, which I think is a very powerful message because you have to realize how different those things are. Mm-hmm. How different those perspectives are, you know? Um, I, think it's well, I think it's well done. I think it's super well done. Uh, but this next sequence is, is, when, is when Seal is spotlighted. In a terrible way. Um, he he sort of snaps and he gets up, you know, because the judge keeps saying, like, you can't speak, be quiet, sit down and be quiet, yada, yada. Yeah. And he gets up and he just breaks and he says, like... He's uh, frustrated. He was like, he was murdered. He was shot in the shoulder. You can't hold a gun in the shot. Him in the, like, he was mm-hmm. like, he was murdered. So the judge is like, what does he say? He, he's like, take him... Marshals take him in the back and, and do what needs to be and, done. And they just beat so the shit out of him. Obviously they, they've like discussed it, the marshals and the judge, because yeah. like they knew what to do. Yeah. And it's not like the judge was shocked when Bobby Seal came back out. Literally in Bound shackles and gagged. And gagged. Yep. <sighs> and I was so like I had so much like energy when uh he was like uh which is oh. Where he's like, for the record, let, let let the record show that I have fairly and patiently and impartially mm. listened to Bobby Seale and like given him every chance to be a productive part of this trial, yada, yada, yada. No, you have not, sir. And, he, and then he goes like, uh, I need your word, Mr. Seale, and you can do this by nodding up and down or side to side. If you are going to give any more roadblocks for this trial, and he's like, nope. And I was like, hell yeah. Well, that's not what was asked. What did he say? Because if he said, are there going to be more roadblocks? And he said, no, that basically means like, well, no, oh, he, I'm going to comply with you. He, he was saying like, like, uh, he was saying like, if, if, if you're going to be quiet, yeah, I'll essentially like take the stuff off of you. Right. Are you going to, so, are you going to be compliant? Are you going to do what I'm and asking? And he said, no. He's like, no. Yeah. See, like, that's, yeah. it's a little different. It was like, yes, Bobby. But at this you. point, at this point, Jogo Love is finally like, he's like, I, you know, like may we approach? He's, he's still doing his job, obviously, mm-hmm. but he's like, this is. He's like, there's you a, can't do this. There's somebody bound and gagged and gagged in an American courtroom. Yep. Um. But yeah, and then, damn, Hayden stands up. Yeah. What did you think of his character? Because I felt he was hard to pin down for a while for me. I mean, he he is hard to pin down. Uh. He's like, I mean, they're all rebels in their own way, but he's like the closest to establishment yeah. that a rebel could be, right? Yeah. I. It's funny because there were times during this movie that I disliked his character uh, quite mm-hmm. a bit just because of things he said or like, yeah. you know, like it seemed like he wasn't getting it. Um, but it's funny because it's almost like those were parts of myself that I don't like because <laughs> like I I disagree with a lot of what goes on, but like I... I'm not, I'm not uh, Ruben or mm-hmm. 
You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not all the way over there. And so, like, I'm sort of in that position, too, of, like, sort of being rebellious. Yeah. Well, that's but, like, like um, really close to establishment still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, like uh, very practically minded. It's like uh, Dellinger. There's a scene later where Dellinger, he says a phrase where he's like, you're a, crap, what is it? Essentially saying, like, a, I would say, at least what it meant to me, was like a, like a frustrated, logical mm-hmm. um, progressive, if you will. Right. Who's not like some crazy, you know, who's, who's not some. Are you calling Ruben crazy? No, 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 no. Uh, no, I'm not. But he's not a hippie. He's not a. He's he's not uh, like a straight up, you know, anarchist or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and he says like, "There's a lot of those people." He's like, "There's more than you think." Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, which we get a lot more of Tom Hayden later on, right. and, and, and there's some stuff that I think is really important. What? So at this point, like, you're asking me how I feel about Tom. His character frustrates me throughout the movie, yeah. but, like, at the end, yeah. Yeah. Um, he beca- Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I uh, expelled some air from my throat. Uh, he becomes, like, a lawmaker. Like Oh, yeah. For, for like, six terms or something crazy. Yeah. Um, Great. And then... Uh, this is where it takes a turn, and this makes me so mad. I mean, it's, it's great for a second, and then it's really bad. Where we finally, we realize that Michael Keaton's in this. Mm-hmm. So they uh, go find Ramsey Clark. I love Michael Keaton's character. I love Michael Keaton. Yeah. I think I've said he's, that, like, we haven't, we this is the first movie, entire <laughs> this is the first movie that he's been in that we've done, right? I think so. And we've talked about Michael Keaton, like, three times. Yeah. Anyways, please continue. Uh, but... Um, there's this great scene where they're trying to like convince him to go to court, you know, and testify. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Why are these guys here from the government? Like, the, you know, you, you know, like how we can ask you what you want, what we want to ask you if they're here, yada yada yada." And uh, Tom's like, "You need to find some courage now." And Monkey's like, "Everybody, shut up." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I brought them here so they could hear me say." When you want me in court? When do you want me in court? Because I mean- like he's like I I. I want to do this. And then he looks at Tom and he's like, found some. Yeah, he's like, I found some. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but then this judge huh, is like, it's mm-hmm. not relevant, so the jury won't be here. Yeah. Day, I was furious. Day 104 was infuriating. <laughs> this movie made me angry a lot. Yeah. Like, this movie got a lot of emotion out of me yeah. that, you know, like, like Minari and uh, Sound of Metal got a lot of, like, sad emotion, yeah. like, contemplative emotion. This got, like, I am so frustrated with the system. Yeah. Emotion. Well, dude, it's just, it's like all these films, well, we can talk about this later too, but all these films, like each one's been a little different. Maybe besides Mank. Mank was like, oh, movies are great. Well, Mank is very different than the rest. Yeah. Mank, I mean, for me, it was, was more like, look at filmmaking. It's great. Yeah. Sound of Metal. Let's see how far we've come. That's what Mank is. <laughs> Sound of Metal and Minari are like heartbreaking. Yeah. But Promising Young Woman Black Messiah and this movie mm-hmm. are, they make me mad. <laughs> yeah. Like really angry. And that's good. Which is the point. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, so Michael Keaton, Ramsey Clark, gives this devastating testimony mm-hmm. saying like, and I just, I, uh, I loved it for a second how the judge was all like, oh, but he's, oh, he's the, you know, he's the former U.S. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's right. Now he's big and bad, right? Yeah. <sighs> Sir, I'm going to have to hold you in contempt. Please, please stamp, step yeah. down from the stand. I was really hoping he would say, I know, and I don't care. But yeah. He, he, but he did step down. But even as he 
leaves, he tells uh, Consular, he was like, just get your your uh, appeal ready. Start, start on the appeal. But, um, yeah, so he says like... Because I guess the, uh, sorry, the Attorney uh-huh. General doesn't really have anything to do with the appeals court? Is it a separate... I don't know. I don't honestly. know. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I work in a law office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> but during his testimony, he even says, he's like, um, this is this is a purely political trial. He's like, this is driven by politics and mm-hmm. optics. He said, this is not about who's right or wrong, yada, yada, yada. That's what um, Michael Keaton says? In so Cause, many words, Because that's yeah. what Abby says way earlier on. Yes. Abby recognizes it before they even go to trial. And someone says, that I, I think... Kunzer there's no says, such thing as a political trial. Yeah. There's civil trials and there's criminal trials. Is, is that Tommy says that? Or, uh, no, it's Kunstler. Kunstler. And then later, it's confirmed by the former U.S. Uh, um, Attorney General that it is, in fact, a political trial. Political trial. Um, it's almost like Abby's smart. We'll get to that. And then, this is when Dellinger gets heated. Mm-hmm. And he even says, he's like, why won't you let us have a trial? Like, like you you won't let us. He's like, you've decided that we're guilty. Mm-hmm. So if we're guilty, why can't we have a trial? You know? Yeah. Um, and then he punches the guy in the face. Instantly starts saying you're sorry. He's sorry. Yeah, which is really interesting because he, he's, you he's, know. He's like talking to his son. He's not yeah, even talking to like the his, court. His, his son sees it after he's been preaching like, you know. Nonviolence. Non-violent. Yeah, and then he belt someone in the face. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> but but he's he's uh, even saying like, you know, I'm touch my arm. Like he's like, I'm not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's almost that like that it's like their refusal to acknowledge his voice, essentially. Yeah. Um anyway. Sorry, the reason I said doesn't feel good, I was thinking about this is off topic, but like uh do you know about the malice in the palace? No. There's this NBA game where the fans started like heckling the players and then the players like Oh yes. Win the crowd and you yes. started beating the crap out of the that. fans. I didn't remember that. Well, uh a bunch of the players that were like involved in that were like, Yeah, yeah, I regret it, but it felt great. <laughs> it's like imagine being heckled all the time and then one day you get you're to just, beat the just, crap yeah. out of <laughs> Anyways, let's continue. Yeah. Um So uh I actually at this point I stopped taking notes uh because I just got super into it. Yeah, I, I like taking notes because it helps with this, but I I don't like taking notes during the movie. I really don't. Right. Um, but so, anyway. well, I mean, at this point, this is when, like, right after uh, Dellinger punches him yeah. and he gets, like, taken out of court, yep. uh, that's when they get the tape. Yeah, so we cut to this scene where, where they're obviously very down, but there's some great dialogue between Tom and Abby mm-hmm. um, where they're kind of... Well, what's the tape saying? Well, we haven't got there yet. Um, what's... That's the next it's, thing. No, yeah, no. This is like directly before that. Because okay. they're fighting about their like ideologies and, and not so right. much that, but their like approach. Um, where uh, you know, Tom is saying like we we change things by winning elections. Mm-hmm. And Abby's like, so elections are more important to you than equality and the poverty and right. justice. And he was saying, like, uh, you, you know, you Abby, you just pull stunts and you think it you know he's like in 50 years people are going to think about you when they think about you know politics and and change some washed up hippie loser and he's saying to him like you're just one of them essentially you know Mm -hmm. great dialogue great acting but then Kunstler comes in and says we have a tape of you Tom starting the riot Mm -hmm. and so then we see this play out this scene where uh, this they're uh, I think Dellinger is speaking at this rally, 
And some kid, a kid, is climbing up a light pole, mm-hmm. and some cops come and try and get him down. And it's a black kid, and they just yank him down, and they're like arresting him. They're really rough on him. And mm-hmm. uh, r- who was it? Uh, Rennie Davis mm-hmm. tries to stop him. He's like, "Hey guys, like I'll get him. I got him. It's, it's all right." And so then the cops, he does, Rennie does try and like grab a cop and pull him off of the kid. Right. And so just gets his head busted open. In return for that, they take a riot uh, club and beat him over the head with it. Literally cracks his skull open, and mm. he's like bl- he's bloody. So Tom loses his cool, and Dave even says like, "Calm them down, like diffuse this situation." Tell them to calm down. Tell and them he calm looks down. at him and he goes, "No, no." Like in Lord of the Rings, when he's like, "Destroy it, you seal the door." <laughs> No. Anyway, um, it's what I mean. Basically, no. Yeah, no. But he says, and it's very important. If wait, does he actually say our blood, or does he say he says if blood is going to flow, uh, then let it flow let all it over flow the city, all over the city. But but so we get this really great scene of he's of. Like this mock trial where the cross examination yeah. is, is being Schultz, and they're giving some really it's a great dialogue. Excuse me, mm-hmm. did great. you expel air? I, I, I just straight up burped from your throat. It's great, uh, dialogue, you know, it's really it's it's quick pace, it's, it's really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, uh, Tom says he's like, Our blood, yeah, and, and he's like, What? and then it's Abby, right, who's like. Of course. Oh my God, you idiot! You forgot you proed out or something like yeah. that. He's saying what he was trying to say is if our blood, he didn't mean the cops' blood. He said if our blood mm-hmm. is gonna uh, flow, let it fl- like let it flow, let it let it be where they can see us because we see them. Right. He's basically saying if they're gonna beat the crap out of us, don't let them do it to us in this park. Yeah. Let's do it in front of the cameras. So they get to this like this place that's like right next to the convention. And they're lined up against this glass, mm-hmm. and the cops take off their badges and stuff. Push them through the glass and, and arrest them. Glass and arrest them. Um, so but he was trying to say, "Let's do it where, where the world can see it." Right. And then he says, "Let Abby uh, testify." So I think this is the last day shown in court. We see Abby's testimony. It's the second to last day. It, well, yes, but it's it. it it's the last day of the trial before the sentencing hearing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Abby's um, uh, testimony, and it—he's—I think he shocks them all because he's brilliant. He's brilliant, he's brilliant. But, but I think, I think at this point, Tom has resigned to the fact that they're not going to win the trial, and yeah. part of the reason he allows Abby to go up there is because he, he, he's becoming, he's coming to the realization that this is their opportunity to like say something, to say something. And Abby is the most well-equipped of them, I think to do that. And so he goes up there and he does his thing. Yeah. Rubbing off the, I cat hair on me. Oh, okay. Or dog hair. One of them. Um, I have animal hair on me. Yeah. But he, I mean, he, Hmm. he goes as far to quote the constitution, Lincoln, scripture mm-hmm. you know um he's extremely tough you can tell he what he does with his time is like smoke weed and read books yep you there's know? even a scene where like they get a call um 
I forget her name, but the girl who's like their secretary who like answers the phone. Mm-hmm. She gets a call and she's like, "No, we don't accept. We're not accepting grass and, and grass." And Abby's like, "Hey, hey. He goes, just kidding. The weed's good." <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but we get this great, uh, like monologue almost um, of Abby, and it's just it's beautifully done. And then it does this really interesting fade. Like I mm-hmm. was caught off guard. This fade to black, and we cut to this next day, day one fifty one, and they come in wearing prison jump shoots, jump, 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 suit, jump shoots, suits, jump suits. So obviously, they jump and they have little like pe- pe- <laughs> uh, BB guns and like pow, pew pew, pew pew. So it's obviously implied that they were found guilty, right? And but the but other, guess what? The two random guys were not there. They were now it's sitting, just five. They were sitting uh, yep. in the crowd. So they were correct that those two guys were just there to have somebody to be proven innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get uh, Judge Hoffman is a douche one just one last time. Yeah, couldn't mess up. Couldn't mess up a chance to be a douche. Um, they elect that Tom gives their statement on behalf of the defendants. Mm-hmm. And so Hoffman gives this uh, super super condescending. You're a really good kid. And yeah, I think you're that, the one, one the yeah. one person here who's actually shown me respect yeah. the whole so time. I think you're going to be a really productive member of our society or whatever. Or yeah. the, I, I think he says system. And he's like, and if your if your statement is brief, respectful, remorseful, mm-hmm. and not political, then I'll take that into I'll, account. When I'll, I'll take you. that, and it, it'll go into your favor. And so. Tom, who's bitter at this point, is just like, so let me just get this straight. Uh, the government will show me a favor if my uh, statement is remorseful, mm-hmm. um, respectful. And he goes, what's the last one? Brief. And he's like, brief. He goes, okay, okay. Uh, and he's like, you can start. He's like, all right. He's like, there's 4,700, I think, something, whatever. 52. Uh, people who have died. In the Vietnam yeah. War since so the trial he, began. He says, since this trial began, there's been 4,752 soldiers who have died in Vietnam. And he goes... Vietnam. Vietnam. Okay, I'm sorry that my, my forest got my showing. Vietnam. Uh, she Vietnam. tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and these are their names. And they start... He starts reading almost 5,000 names. And they all start standing up. People in the gallery start standing up. Jogolev finally gets a little bit of sense and stands up mm-hmm. while his other lawyers like, oh, screw this. So they all stand up. It's a really powerful moment of solidarity. And uh, that was quite a yawn. Yeah. <laughs> and Hoffman is just losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Judge Hoffman is just losing his shit. Order in the court. He's Order in the court. Gavel. Uh, he's losing it. But I, I, that was a great way to end the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we get the title cards of they, I think they were sentenced, what, five years in prison? Uh, yes. And uh, was it Reuben that was hit by a car? I think Reuben was hit by a car. Abby Hoffman committed suicide. I think Tom Hayden's still alive. That's all I was that I mentioned. I didn't realize that Reuben got hit by a car. I guess I missed that. Yeah, and then it said that uh, the Seventh Circuit ever deemed their trial... Uh, like unfair or whatever and, and mm-hmm. uh demanded a, a retrial and then the US Oh, he was jaywalking, yeah, I remember yeah, that now, yeah. And then they demanded a retrial and the US Attorney General <clears throat> declined to retry the case. Mm-hmm. So they were still getting screwed over. 
anyway, that's it. Wait, did you say they were still getting screwed over? Yeah, because like they. No, when they when they refused to retry the case, that meant they were free. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, that makes sense because they were out. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were just like, no, we're not gonna do this again. No, I don't oh, think so. Okay. I think they they uh, did a mistrial, and then the whoever was attorney general or like whoever the federal judges were were like, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to do that. That's no, they weren't guilty. Yeah. Well, good. Essentially, good, good, good. I think. Huh. All right. Uh, final thoughts. Tell me how you feel about this movie. Uh, I really like it. Can we actually? What what yeah. time time? We're only at a, a an hour and twelve minutes. Only okay. Only that's. I wanted to talk a little bit about the development of this movie because this yeah. movie was. Uh, I don't know any about this stuff. So later, this is this is actually action dig. We tricked you in the beginning. This is my shindig. <laughs> uh, so back in two thousand six. Oh wow. Uh, Aaron Sorkin visited Steven Spielberg. Sorkin, flying. <laughs> There's not a star in heaven that he can't reach when he's trying. <laughs> yeah. So he visited Steven Spielberg's house in 2006. And uh, uh, Steven Spielberg told him that he wanted to make this movie. So in 2007, he he wrote the script for Charlie Chicago 7 uh, 14 years ago, right? Wow. A long time ago. Uh, originally, he wanted Will Smith to play Bobby Seale. Okay. And Heath Ledger to play Tom Hayden. Oh, damn. Yeah. That would have been dope, dude. Wouldn't that have been dope? Wow. Uh, so then the Writers Guild of America strike happened in 2007, <clears throat> and uh, the project got suspended. Mm-hmm. It wasn't revisited until uh, 2013. Paul Greengrass was supposed to direct it, uh, but they couldn't agree ab- upon a budget, and so... Uh, <clears throat> they they dropped it again. So it was in development hell, as they say. Correct. Uh, 2008, it was picked up again. Uh, Sorkin was going to be the director of the film. Direct, uh, December of that year, it was put on hold again. Um, and then eventually got picked back up uh, because uh, Steven Spielberg saw that Molly's Game uh, w- was good, I guess. Have you seen that? No, have you? I've, I've heard it's very good. I haven't seen it. This yeah, I with, haven't uh, seen it either. But Idris, apparently, Idris Elba. I yeah, think, apparently Molly's Justin. game was really good, but also uh, Trump got elected and started like talking about like, man, we should go back to the good old days when cops would like beat protesters and stuff. Yeah, and they were like, oh, this is relevant now, and yeah. so they that's when they made the movie. Yeah, so that's crazy. Some some little development. Yeah, man. Tidbits. But that brings me back to my original question: Is what it good? Th- what do you think of it? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, dang. That is the name of the podcast, isn't it? Oh shit, Zach. Yes, Hunter. We have just discussed mm-hmm. trial. Wow. Of the Chicago Seven. <gasps> it is a lot of things. Mm-hmm. With a great cast. Yep. But is it good? Yeah, this movie is awesome. Um, this movie. This movie kicks at kicks butthole kicks. <laughs> <this movie. laughs> Wait, uh, take two. But is it good? This movie kicks butthole. Let's <laughs> just start over. Okay. Uh, Hi, welcome. To- <laughs> Hello, <laughs> welcome to episode seventeen. Uh, but is it good? This movie's awesome. Yeah, this I mo- love this movie. Yeah, this movie is yeah. oh, man. It's 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 incredibly good. Yeah. Um, the editing. 
the what stands out to all star yeah. cast. Great cast, great editing. Um, what stands out? All of it. <laughs> yeah, this movie is like unique from the get go. Yeah, I think my favorite part, my favorite aspect of this movie, aside from like the content of like what the movie's about, mm-hmm. is uh, <laughs> the editing mixed with the little like comic moments. Yeah, it's so like well they done. they the way that they did that is is. It's it it doesn't it keeps you engaged. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced or ham-fisted. It's right. super well done. Because sometimes, like a movie about a court trial, could be boring, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, this is not this is not a boring movie at really, all. Really, um, well done. Very, 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 very good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak. Um, what do you think? What do I you? What would it. you rate it on a scale I from from A to ham? A to ham. Mm-hmm. Ham being higher, bacon obviously. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, it was no, for like a uh, hundred point scale. Oh gosh, this is a this is another high nineties, man. Another yeah. 96, 97. 97, 98 <clears throat> for me um, probably. I really loved it. Were you putting it? I don't know. In the man. hierarchy, this is tough because these are so different. Okay, so let's agree this, on this well, one stands out to me stylistically and like with the tone of it. Okay. It's different than all the films that we've seen before. This one was more similar, in my opinion, to like in, in terms of the way it was presented, like mm-hmm. the way the information was presented to us. It was very like straightforward storytelling because this is an important story to tell in the same way that Judas and the Black Messiah yeah, was. Yeah, it's not quite linear though. It's not linear. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. But um so those two are like in terms of like storytelling are similar to me. Okay. Um but I think we can agree that the bottom movie <laughs> Oh, the number so the, this number, is number seven. seven. Oh, Mank is Mank. Mank, easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, technically great. Great. We always say that. Technically, well crafted. <laughs> <laughs> technically, it's a good movie. Just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, you want to work up from there? I don't know anymore, so man. I for me the two bookends are easiest. Uh, Mank's at the bottom. And Minari, I don't still, think I don't think top. anything's gonna. Minari hit me in yeah. spots that I didn't know I needed to be hit. And there's something about a similar thing happened when I watched Parasite. There's something about I still haven't seen Parasite. The the it, the skill of of South Korean filmmakers yeah. to put so many different emotions and like blend them so well yeah. that I just don't think. We're up to par in America right now. So I'll say Minari is number one for me for I'll sure. Say after because I, th- I, I'm just saying that the father might have taken. Okay. Um, can you let whiskey out? Her PTO yeah. starts back now. Um, in retrospect, I do think Minari is still <clears throat> number one. Really? Because I thought you had Minari lower than other movies in past episodes. No, well, I I have. Didn't Minari, you have the Father on top at one point? I have Minari, the Father, and Black Messiah kind of really, really close together. Yeah, yeah. I still think Minari because when I think back about the Father, I think the way that that was created and yeah. like presented was was super creative. But I think emotionally, Minari had me earlier in the film. Sure. I still think, in my opinion, most creative storytelling is the father so far. Okay. Easy. Yeah. That's an easy choice for me. Beautifully done. And the end of the father still hit me really hard, just like Minari. Sure. So I really, I think Minari still, it's very close. I mean, but but this, (laughs) I mean, this movie, uh, 
is up there with Black Messiah, Minari, and the Father. Mm-hmm. It's Judas and the Black Messiah. I know, I know. I have a stutter. It's easier to say, like, it's Judas and Black Messiah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Let me just slow down. This movie yeah. is up there with Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> and the Father. And the Father. In your S tier. So, yeah. So, what does that mean? Super? Yeah, S is for super. <laughs> You've never seen like tier lists? Not really. Very common thing right now. Okay. So my S tier, in any order, mm-hmm. maybe Minari first for now. Minari, uh, The Trial of the, the Chicago 7. Okay. Judas and the Black Messiah, The Father. Those can probably, S-tier. Can probably be interchangeable. All four of them. Yes. I okay. love them. And then your A tier is... A tier is Promising Young Woman and... Yeah. Uh, sound of metal again. Those can be okay. switched, okay. and then my B tier. I would say it's a B tier. Yeah, it's not. It's there's no way it's C. Yeah, is or lower. It's not a C, but B tier is make. Yeah. Okay. 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 Where does uh, this okay. movie fall for you? Um, Real quick, because we're at hour twenty. So uh, S tier for me is mm-hmm. Minari's on top. Minari's number one. Like yeah. I said, close are the father mm-hmm. and. Mm. Probably promising young woman. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a tier will be capped off. Like at the top of the A tier is going to be Judas and the Black Messiah and Trial of the Chicago Seven. Pretty interchangeable. Yeah. Um, who wins the matchup? This is the head-to-head episode. <laughs> Dude, they're so different. Yeah, they're very they're different. So different. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about how dumb of an idea that was for me in my shindig okay, cool. next week. This it'll be called Zach's and Zach and Hunter suck. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because it's not just about you sucking. It's I mean, if either okay. of us do something. Cool. We call each other out. Um. And then sound of metal is, is sound of metal a tier as well, and then Mank is B. A-tier. Yeah. Cool. Was that all seven? Did I get all seven? I think so. I didn't skip any. Did no. Okay. All right. Cool. And so that's that's it for this week. Yep. Um. Friday we will be doing Nomad Land. Nomad Land. Uh, Which apparently is racking up some awards. Yeah. Yeah. Did we save the best for last? Let's find out. We'll see. Um, Francis McDormand's in that one. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for listening. As yep. always, please, please, please like and subscribe. Leave a review. Uh, if you if you think we're funny or insightful or both, like tell your friends and stuff. Yep. Um, you can find us on... Twitter yep. at B-I-I-G podcast. Mm-hmm. You can email us at B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. Hunter's on the Instagram. At but is a good podcast. Yes. Yes. Uh, we will be announcing our next series or our next whatever we're doing. Next films that we're doing. Right. Uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. I also believe that we are going to spend a little bit of time. This might be its own episode. I don't mm-hmm. know. We haven't talked about the logistics, but uh, talking about the movies and placing them, talking about maybe some of our favorite moments out of yes. all the movies, yeah. and saying which movies we think will win which or which movies and which actors and which yeah. people we that think will win which episode. which awards for uh, the major the major we can't go through all the awards but yeah. the major oh, awards gosh, no. you know um, we might we might tag that on to the end of Nomadland or we might just do we a might little, do a little bonus episode a little thirty minute segments like yeah cool man uh, yeah well you guys let us know what you want to hear uh, thank you as always. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we we hit them. We hit all the points. Yeah. All right. Cool. Go Braves. Go Braves. <laughs>